0: Welcome to Control Alt Revolt, the podcast. I think this is episode 166, maybe well, 167. We'll do some verification.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. It has been a while.
0: It's been a while because I've been busy and I beg for everybody's forgiveness who supports this podcast because I've been very busy getting Control Alt, not Control Alt Revolt, um, Strange Company 2 into the old corral. So it's, it's finishing up. I will make sure that everybody who subscribes to this podcast gets a copy. And so I appreciate this month has just been a little thin on podcasts. As soon as I am on the other side of this, we will do a ton of podcasts. Um, But if you are a subscriber to this podcast, you will get uh, a first draft uh, version of it and you'll get to read it and it'll be fun or you can just have it as a collector's item. Perfect. That sounds fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, in the meantime, things have been coming apart at the seams in the old country and world. Yeah,
0: it really does seem... i got to get my voice lower. It's a little high. Cause I have, excuse <laughs> don't me, everybody. You have a high voice. <laughs> I'm going to need to vocally warm up here. Here, you drink some coffee. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Mmm. No, because, like, when I'm writing, usually I don't talk much. Right. And so then, like, when I actually get to be around people and have coffee, then I'm talking on the top of my cords. And I'm I'm not all NPR, smoky and down and dirty. It's
1: funny, because, yeah. like, my voice is lower when I haven't talked much. Yeah. Like, I always had to warm up a lot to get my high voice yeah. all perfect. And, like, it's lower for me but that's my
0: voice is high if i don't use it like that's why sometimes i'll do like the bgs in the morning or do like (laughs) funny voices yeah and then it takes all day to ruin it right to where i like it yeah
1: you know i'm just telling you i've heard some high voices you know what with working with tenors and stuff you don't have like a tenor speaking voice you're cool you're not like super high
0: i think everybody hates the sound of their voice this is true that's like a universal
1: i know it's weird
0: i'm glad that we've decided to do our podcast right here with garbage dump guy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who were not here when we started <laughs> it's like i wonder sometimes anyways I know. you don't want to be a freak but okay. yeah I, I would say everything is coming apart at the seams in ways that that people who are paying attention um are paying attention and seeing it and then i'm always surprised when you meet people who kind of aren't paying attention And then and then you find that like some people are paying attention to what their metrics are for everything coming apart so like yesterday we went in to see a doctor and I was talking with a person in there who we know really well and everything like that and I was saying they were saying well what do you think is going to happen and what's going on and everything I'm like well you know these things because she was like oh I've booked a trip to the south of France in August and I was like you might want to write that one in in pencil (laughs) yeah Uh, and she goes well why is that and I'm like Well, and then I told her, I said, well, you know, here, basically the Ukraine is at war, the fifth largest uh, grain producer and Russia is the largest grain producer. And, um, and then I told her about the shenanigans with the UK and the North oil field and then Germany getting hung out to dry on their oil and stuff like that. And like, just basically saying by August in Europe, you are going to have a massive money crisis, a massive energy crisis, a massive food crisis. And to top it all off, the entire third world is going to go to Europe. They're also going to go to America too. But Europe is especially vulnerable to the third world because there's such, there's so many ways to get into Europe itself from North Africa, from the Middle East, uh, across the Bosphorus, things like that. And so the reason, like a lot of people say, well, you know, that grain only goes to Africa and everything like that. Yes, that's true. And so That grain that's not currently being planted is is going to cause Africa and the people there, who are very savvy survivalists in many ways, they're going to go to Europe. So, if you're planning on vacationing in the beaches of in Europe this year, uh, you're planning on a lot of problems.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Luckily, but
0: anyways that wasn't the metrics that she thought the end of the world. She had her own metrics for why everything was coming apart at the scene. Okay. And I was like, Oh, what's that? And so they're kind of a doctor in kind of a wealthy area at Newport coast. And she says, well, you haven't heard. And I said, no. And she said, well, there's this Chilean gang that is going into the most, so like Newport coast is that's where Kobe lived. And that's where like, like Bill Gates, I think even has a place there. A lot of Chinese millionaires have places there, everything like that. Um, it's 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 lot of gated neighborhoods easy to defend easy access and anything like that so these chileans are basically scaling what some people who have no experience in assaulting fortifications would call an unscalable hill you know <laughs> right i mean i could see an unscalable cliff but then you know you probably would say yeah but the rangers at point du hoc in, in World War Two, they they scaled a pretty pretty steep cliff and started machine gunning. Germ- like when you, and it goes back to when you really want to get something from somebody or get them, it, you're gonna do it. I mean that's just the thing. But a lot of these rich people in Newport Coast thought, you know, this is impossible. I'm rich. Oh, yeah. Who would who would come here and do this?
1: I think we usually think that general robbers are probably not going to be carrying around like rock climbing gear and stuff.
0: They're just here for their fentanyl. Well, apparently the Chileans were very uh, crafty and they have just been running amok in Newport Coast. There's robberies, but basically all over Orange County and Southern California, things from a criminal and financial and sort of homeless and drug addict thing like... We've noticed the homeless are getting way more zombie-like. Oh, we made the news, too. We made the celebrity news.
1: You and I?
0: No, no, no. Orange County. Oh,
1: I was like, yeah. <laughs> when?
0: <laughs> we, we don't want to make the news. No. But, like, um, I don't know if you guys know about oh, right. this, because this story might have been buried. Yeah. But Andy Dick, who used to be on news radio, and was a pretty fun comic actor and everything like that, but is a horrible person in real life, if, if you kind of know the inside Hollywood stories. Like... John Lovitz, who I've met once uh, and I've seen it a couple of times, is probably like, I mean, I'm not saying he's the most warm and fuzzy guy in the entire world, but like, he doesn't seem like a guy who wants to go around fighting with people and everything like that. John Lovitz has taken Andy Dick's head and rammed it into a wall and punched him repeatedly, I think. Like, John Lovitz has probably never had a fight in his life with anyone. He's had a fight with Andy Dick because Andy Dick is a really awful, evil, bad person. So anyways, uh, he he was in his celebrity r v out by us, it, these campgrounds where all these like homeless people kind of hang out. and this is a really nice area. It's fun. it's It's in Tribuco Canyon, which has a very odd, dark history of Satanism and really? uh, yeah, and old Hollywood stuff. A lot of people don't know about that. But the really? canyon is a very weird, dark and satanic place. Wow. But there's a great steakhouse out there. um used to be. I don't know if they ever recovered. Anyways, the canyon's a very sinister place. So, of course, a minor prince of darkness like Andy Andy Dick is going to go out there. So you can find the videos online and everything like that. It is, like... It's shocking for like a number of reasons.
1: Yeah. I mean, so speaking of zombies, the guy who's recording the video, who I think is the guy who claims to have been assaulted by him, which we'll get to. Butt rape. Yeah. But he sounds like a zombie. But I think yeah. he's still really drugged up when he's making oxycodone, the video. like, oh.
0: you know, uh, like this and everything yeah. like that. So, so he, they're, they're in this, of course, like drug addict, home, like, you know, like, not a nice RV. Like it looks like it's always weird how i like, like, you would think on all these drugs that you would want to clean up and have it nice and mm-hmm. things like that, but they don't. So, you know, he's telling, he's basically telling the other drug addict that he's in the RV with. It's like 8:50 50 in the morning that he just woke up in Andy Dick's, uh, RV in bed naked. And he has chemicals all over his genitalia and butt. Um,
1: And he doesn't know what happened. And
0: he doesn't know what happens and he feels that he's been roofied. So long story short, you think like, what? This is crazy. And lo and behold, this guy marches over to the other RV and goes inside and there is Andy Dick. And he is so like washed out, drugged out, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just the opposite of, of where you see him in news radio and stuff like that. And he's just talking about his cocaine. So anyways, the That's police con- the police come and take him away for raping this dude. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, but like, I think the Andy Dick thing is shocking, all that kind of stuff. But more what it is, is, is it's the culture that surrounds the entire video. And it's what we're seeing on the streets because we've been sort of paying attention to homeless people and kind of noting their behavior. And it's like, it is bottoming out. Like, it's becoming animalistic, demonic, strange, weird. I don't know it's to the walking dead Philadelphia levels yet where I've seen them where they bend over halfway and can't get up all day. That's like a weird oh. thing that they do, but it's pretty yeah. bad here, but it just shows like that our society has just gotten so stupid, so dumb, so zombified. And like, it is, it is weird. Like people talk about the lowering of the IQ and, and, and things like that, and I, I begin to believe that there was a dumbification of society. But what do you expect when you have nonstop entrainment programming through the TV? That wasn't good enough through the phone. It's amazing the amount of people that I see that go on walks or have to go somewhere, and their head is in their phone. Like it's it, it's an addiction. You know, he said the guy on a podcast. Using his phone to talk to other people on the phone.
1: Drinking his addiction, which is Drinking coffee. Drinking his other addiction, <laughs> which
0: is coffee. So it's it's uh it's getting bad there. Obviously stonks are tanking. That's not good. Right. And like people that I know a lot of people I know are getting flat out like pleading calls now from BlackRock and uh Vanguard asking to buy their houses. So they know the stock market is tanking. And they're trying to get their hands on anybody's title and buy anything of value that can come through what I think and I think we've talked about on this podcast. I won't beat it to death. I don't have a lot of time today because I'm going to go interview Mad Max Mullen, who is a Ranger Hall of Fame inductee for the back matter of um, the audiobook for Book of Joe. So I got to go do that, which is another thing why I'm busy this week. So bear with me. I will be back with tons of podcasts. But. Uh, Basically, it's it's getting bad. And I think there was a big black pill moment that went down this week for a lot of people. It's so bad right now that apparently baby formula is a serious problem for people. And it's so bad because people are really saying, hey, this is a problem. America's suffering, all of these kinds of things. Now the babies, Uh, you have the whole abortion thing going on. That obviously, you know, is not sympathetic to mothers and things like that. And then on the heels of suddenly there's this national baby food shortage and everything like that, our government, the entire government, there's no Republicans here, no Democrats here, all of them gave $40 billion to Zelensky. Now, when you dig into that bill, it's like, so Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi, that's what my dad (laughs) would call her.
1: (laughs) I know, but it's perfect. Has
0: the balls, the balls, the temerity. I mean, she is a harridan. But this takes the case. She gets up and reads from the book of Matthew oh, about, about clothing me when I was fed and feeding me when I was hungry. People tear into the bill and they show you that most of that money is going to NGOs. Now, mm-hmm. NGOs, like, they, that's a psyop. They make you think, oh, you know, here's, here's little Hannah Goodbody just out of college feeding the four little Ukrainians and soup. And look how, no, no, NGOs are there. Uh, they, they're part of the CIA. They're part of the Soros Fund. They are, the NGOs are really bad people. They're not good organizations. Um, a lot of the money is going to them. An undisclosed amount is just going directly to the CIA. And the rest of it just goes back to our own arms manufacturers. For the Ukrainians, the money that we're giving them, the Ukrainians then get to spend it on weapons that we are making. Yep. So there's no baby food formula for any of the children. Like it's, it's, it's about to be a re it's not about, it's a big problem.
1: And then like to top that all off, apparently they are giving pallets of baby formula, however, to the illegal immigrants. Oh yeah, of
0: course. Illegal immigrants are the most mad. They're the second most magical people in the entire world. And no, no, no expense can be spared for them. They must stay at the finest hotels at our expense. They must be given debt cards, and of course, they must be given this. They were even given the vaccine first, lucky bastards. <laughs> you know, but like it, it's weird how much our government hates us. Yeah. And I don't know that anybody like. And I think like someone had said, they said this was a big black pill moment for me today. And I think a lot of people are beginning to experience that. But the black pilling is that. No one, like the Republicans voted for this shit. There's, there's, there, there were a few that did it.
1: And Marjorie Taylor Greene gave a great
0: speech. But the, the leadership and all of that kind of stuff, the, the, you know, the Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, like, and that's why everybody is so like, oh, I can't wait to the election. You're not getting an election. They are pulling out all the stops. They are pulling out all the collateral. They're emptying the coffers to buy these people, they are going for it. This is the big one. They are too close to their goal of CBDCs, which is digital money, and total control. Do you think that they're going to hand the election over to a group of America First people who are... who who? As someone pointed out today, he's like, I, I he goes, I hate when the Republicans pander to me and tell me what I want to hear. He's like, but the stark contrast right now, I think it was, it was Matt Horowitz, uh, he was saying this, um, the stark contrast is they're not even pandering now. Mm. They're all in it. The collateral is so tight. The money payoffs are so big. And they realize they're... I don't actually... I, I wonder if the Republicans even want to win. Because what are you winning? You're in, You would be inheriting a disaster... That people like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi turn around and immediately blame on you, even though they created it. They've created this mess and they're blaming Trump. The people who win in November without having one day on the job will be immediately blamed for the garbage raccoon behavior that has looted this nation.
1: Yeah, looted exactly. it. Exactly.
0: I don't. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't honestly think it's going to get better. I don't think you're gonna have elections and I don't think that you I don't think that the government is it going to change in any way, shape or form. I do think that they are trying to kill you. I think that's that's true. You could say, well, I don't know if I'm willing to go to that that, that far with you. okay. I think I can make the argument that they don't have your best interests at heart that they're that, that they're giving away money that could help you and your family to other people who aren't even us that they're ignoring our pain and suffering and they're laughing while you pay for money at the gas pump because all of these things serve them and their friends, not even their little fake climate change agenda that they don't believe in because they don't even act like they believe in it. They don't live like they believe it. They don't live like the world's going to blow up and burn up in eight years. They buy beachfront property. They ride around in big private airplanes. They don't believe what they're talking about they're looting us for every last dime that they can get so that they can go buy assets and they don't care if you die they don't care about you you all of us are probably going to have to save this nation on our own
1: yeah and speaking of elections i wanted to i know we want to it. talk about the Say 2000 mules that we Purchased and watched. We oh,
0: did. Okay. It was great. Yeah. I think you should. I think you should purchase and watch it. Watch it. I think you may not have wanted to do that before, um, but doesn't it tell you anything that like the the Fox News and OAN and no, OAN OAN, OAN, OAN well Newsmax, Newsmax and, and none of the other will will talk about it. Right. They won't talk about it. They will not talk about it.
1: That's so crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, that drives me nuts because. It made a very clear and very good case of a slightly different nature than what we've heard so far on the election fraud, which to me just says, oh, there's yet a whole nother way that they committed so much fraud. But literally, they make the case in this extremely good case that can prove right there just with this stuff that they're talking about, they completely prove that it did make the difference and they spell it all out exactly how that is. So, and that's just this fraud not to mention and so like it's very specifically about yeah. uh, geofencing and geolocating and stuff
0: and the flack over it the immediate disinformation from the AP and every you know the, the White House coming out and saying oh there's a lot of propaganda and blah 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 like the flack over the target tells you you're over the target so that's something worth considering that you know okay you know find it if you can find it for free but you could buy it and support actual like people making these things but I don't I don't want to be heavy on you or whatever but it's disturbing it's disturbing that remember if Trump sneezed or Trump said anything or even with the things that they've been saying about protesting the Supreme Court judges if Trump had re- even said anything like they said but reversed there would have been immediate impeachment inquiries immediate you know like they would have they would have had histronic hissy fits Everything would have needed to stop. They threw a wrench in everything because of this. And now they're doing the same things and, and nothing is done. And that, okay, that's to be expected from the opposition. But our side, quote unquote, our side, they're not doing anything. They don't care. And they'll say, oh, we can't do anything until we get it. They're holding us hostage for that election. But I frankly don't think there's going to be an election. There might be what looks like in an election but after 2,000 mules and no meaningful addressing addressing of at least that issue, I don't think you're getting an election. I don't think you're getting anything. What else we got?
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I also thought the Project Veritas had another Tell them about that uh, thing drop last night, which I thought was crazy and, you know, a really good one to watch. Um, and that was like an FBI whistleblower, FBI agent uh, whistleblower, basically, um, telling how using kind of the search, not the search warrant, but the using the case that they had, um, against James O'Keefe again in the FBI, he kind of like brings it to light. Like here's the exact paperwork of what they were doing and how it was categorized and everything like that. And he basically says now that there's this one part and it would have been redacted always like when this came out publicly so no one would ever know this but besides like criminal investigations that they can have on people to investigate a criminal matter or a potential criminal matter um they can also do this other category that's just an intelligence investigation and he's like basically they don't have to have any sort of like they think you they have a criminal case to maybe against you it's just to gather intelligence and they kind of have free reign as long as they can get it approved they don't really have to have any evidence of wrongdoing I think is that the gist Mm -hmm. um and he said that goes on a lot and he basically said like there's a major problem um I got the feeling kind of like more in the leadership and he was basically saying like I know there are a lot of other people that i work with that are upset like i am so he kind of the leadership like...
0: the leadership has been politicized and mm-hmm. they're the ones like if you now it was something i was thinking about after listening to this last night and i was just saying like i think this kind of stuff was there all along but this guy actually says you know no we were all trained not to be partisan that was the code that was the creed when you really go back the devil in all of these details is Obama, because that was really the first time that sort of naked oppression by the government, the Tea Party, the tax things like everything that's happening where the government wages war on the people. It probably was always there in varying degrees, but much lesser. But you can you can physically look at the record and and kind of analyze it and see not kind of you can analyze it um, that with Obama and the crowd that came in to serve him um, that is when they got really naked about using weaponizing the government against their enemies and honestly like, do they, I don't know if that was their intention to end at this now but I think a large section of America is black-pilled on the government and I think the government realizes it and I think that they don't care now but I've never seen such a high-handed, like I can tell you that they're freaked out because about four or five months ago, they passed an anti-lynching law (laughs) and they were like, oh, we just don't want black people lynched anymore. It's like no one's lynched black people in a very long time. And the last time it happened, which was a long time ago, there hadn't been people even lynched even in a longer time of that. No, you are worried because a big theme in sort of patriot and American loving culture is rope. And you guys are very, very, you guys are doing things that people do that get the rope and you know it. And that's why you passed that law because you're freaked out about the things that you're doing and you're driving people towards this conclusion. And the thought that I had last night was because there's so many stupid things like this. They're just patently stupid. I'm like, why as a, as leadership, would you do something like this? In almost every issue that we've talked about and the only conclusion that i can reach is i believe that they're doing it to get us to go to violence having said that i don't know that there's really many options i, I don't know that i buy the don't do anything uh, or whatever i mean i i think you're gonna i i think within the next month i bet honestly to tell you the truth at least by the end of summer, I think you'll be at violence, especially when they and they're coming back with the COVID thing. Biden said today, "COVID's is not over, everybody. It's coming back. Better be scared. I want to have what Donald Trump have, but I'm going to abuse it. All the unrestricted emergency powers, you know, so it's coming back. But I think I think everybody's going to be at violence. I'm just just telling you that like it's going to happen because they're trying to make it happen. With all the stupid things that they do. what? Why would they do that? Why would you burn your own country? Well, they want to remake it in the image that we want. Okay, we've all talked about that and everything like that. But, they want me. but, but, want. Uh, but here's what I would say. It is my firm belief that offshore, in somewhere, maybe perhaps the Caribbean, perhaps Canada, um, it, it could be anywhere in the world, but you'd want a pretty quick flight time. I guarantee you, and it's just, you know, I could be wrong, but you know, I'm I'm placing my credit out there. I'm throwing my chip on the mark. There is a large mercenary army, very large. Several divisions at least, maybe 3 to 4, you could probably get 5 to 6, I don't know. Um of foreign mercenaries uh from all over the world who have several changes of clothes or might just already be organized into certain things they will be showing up the moment we go to violence and acting imitating wearing the same you know sort of jackbooted police balaclava uniforms and things like that or actually wearing our military uniform and they will be used to basically act as though they're actually government personnel or, or 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 military personnel or local law enforcement or federal law enforcement and they may even be, you know, sort of deputized or whatever, whatever it is. I think that we got a taste of that in Canada. I have a very, very strong feeling that the police who broke the Canadian strikers uh, were actually um, foreign mercenaries disguised as Canadian police. I think that was a test. I think it's been tested in other nations. I think you can look closely and see happening in Europe and Australia. But I think the big test is against us because I think they. They know that they can't control the most important aspects of the military which are sf army lined units hardcore line units and the marines they know they can't control that so they might have a plan for that and it might be pretty drastic and dire oh i don't know it might be to put them all over in the ukraine where they can't do anything about it when they take over the nation um but i think that they can control the air force i think that they can control the navy um, and I think that they can get some sort of local military units that aren't necessarily line units, MP units, you know, supply units. It's like, you know, Sergeant Sally front sight forward a few months ago who said she was going to make you stay in your house. And, and if you didn't, she was going to shoot you stuff like that. That didn't, she didn't think that up on her own. She's been trained to do those things. So I think a combination, uh, of three things, putting the units that they fear, um, won't go along with the plan outside of the united states marines are going on a big westpac right now so they could be moving the marine divisions offshore by saying like oh you know we're we're going to taiwan everybody you might you might get uppity and everything like that but you know the marines also used to go on West westpacs a lot i don't know that that was going on a lot during the war on terror but i know somebody who's going out now and so it is a <coughs> standard <coughs> It's radio there, people. It is a standard thing. I just wonder if the timing is interesting. Um, the SF units are obviously all, you know, uh, getting absorbed in the Ukraine. Uh, you could, uh, I know the seconds over there. The 82nd would be a real, you know, problem uh, for a lot of uh, the deep state because they'd probably be one of the first units that would go all patriot right there. Um, the A lot of SF had ties to Flynn and that community. I don't, I don't think they've been purged. I think there was an effort. So a lot of these things could be orchestrated to get the military units that might actually help us if we go violent. And I do think that that is their intention to push us to violence. And I'm not advocating it, but I'm saying it seems pretty likely that people are going to arrive at that. So, um, yeah, you, you offshore the military. And then the second thing you have is you have this giant uh, mercenary force that's willing to come in and dress up and look like like you know what are you going to do go up and say what unit are they are going to smash you in the face with a gun or they're going to have you know the little police stuff that they're going to have balakavas on and they're not going to be answering questions and they could take control of a lot of stuff and get up to a lot of shenanigans a weird thing is i know a few people and i know one person in real life Um, but I listened to one pastor who had these prophetic dreams and, and he said all of this before COVID and it was really weird how much of it came true. It was really weird. But one of the things he said is that there would be foreign UN troops on the ground in the U S. then I had this friend who's like a total like wild man in Hollywood and, and, um, and he's a producer and everything like that. And he said for about six months, he was plagued by the, and he's not a believer. He wasn't a believer at the time. And he's, he was plagued by these really apocalyptic dreams, and a lot of the same things that that pastor said. This guy said it was really, it was really strange stuff. So I, th- I think the the collusion of those three things, and then you you break down uh, the economy, you break down energy and food and supply, so that people can't have uh, the power to fight you back or the food to fight you with, and. You're you're pretty close to your total Orwellian control grid coming down, and there's not a lot people can do about it. It does seem, when you put all of those threads together, to be about to happen. That is the podcast for today. I will try to get back again this week. If I don't, I'm sorry. I'm strapped on Strange Company. Let me know in the comments whether you're displeased with that, and you will not be... Um, happy with me or you support my effort to finish this novel and not be crucified by podium audio either way i'll make it right with you and i'll do a lot of podcasts coming the first of june Um, just let me struggle through this month and i will make it worth your while because we do appreciate you do we not medusa
1: very much so we love you guys and back soon that's That's the the podcast. podcast